Welcome to Expect Increase, where mindset and sales meet. This is episode 15, why hearing no can be a good thing for your business. This is Sharit Richardson. I'm the founder of Digital Innovation Media Group. I'm a web designer, marketing strategist, and sales coach. And what I do is I help you maximize your sales, your impact, and reach so your business can elevate to the next level. You can get more information about me at digitalinnovationmg.com. And I'm joined today, as always, with Rashana Price. How are you? Hi, Sharik. I'm doing great. Hi, everyone. I am Rashana Price, a leadership and success coach and trademark owner of the phrase giver of awesomeness. I'm not only a coach, corporate event speaker and trainer, but also a real estate investor. My desire is for all people to tap into their real self and gain the success they were meant to experience. You can check me out at roshanaprice.com for more information. Awesome. So I know some of you may be thinking, well, how is hearing no a good thing, right? Because you know, <laughs> no is typically the, the worst thing or the, the last thing you want to hear when you're talking about your business. But what we're going to discuss today is why that's actually a good thing and what you can get out of that no. So the first thing is, number one, it's not the worst thing you can hear, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so we definitely stress that you not take it personal when someone says no. What's more important is the why behind the no, okay? So when someone tells you no to an objection, that can really, you can really use that as an opportunity to get more information. Because one thing I've always said, it's important to know why someone would buy from you, but it's also important to know why someone would not buy from you, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. You want to be able to know for the people that are saying no, is the no something that you can change or tweak? Or is the no because of something that they're doing, dealing with, it's not a good time. It's, it's something related to them. Because if it's something related to you, then you can own it. It's information. And right. you can take that information and build off of it and make changes. Right. And the thing about it, sometimes they may say it may come in the form of a not yet. Well, not mm-hmm. yet. It's not the end of the world. That can mean maybe they're having a baby. Maybe they're buying a home. You know, the, the key is to build upon that. So if it's not yet, just say, okay, well, let's make a follow-up appointment where I can talk to you at a different time, maybe a month from now, two months from now. And then you go to your CRM, which is your customer relationship management system, and you make a note, follow up with XYZ in two months. They said not yet. Because I know a lot of times we're, we're programmed for Yes, take my credit card, take my wallet, take everything. But sometimes you have to just pace yourself, especially if you're in high-end sales. You cannot, I mean, sometimes you may get those people, but other times you're going to have to realize that when you're doing high-end sales, it may take some time. All right? And something else that Rishana touched on was they need more information. Mm-hmm. And that's an easy no, because you simply just have to probe, ask questions. So they... You know, maybe they misheard something, maybe they misunderstood something you said. So you ask, always ask, do you have any questions or what questions can I answer for you? Or um, you want to know about, they say, well, they want to talk to their husband. Well, how do you feel about the service? Because if you're not convinced, neither will your husband. You know what I mean? So you want to make sure that you're always probing and you're not being defensive. 
if someone says, well, you know, I, I don't need three months or three months is too long for me to, to see results. Well, explain to them how three months is actually a great way, to, a great timeline to test how effective a marketing campaign is. So show them the value. So when you're looking at someone who is saying they need more information, that is your opportunity to show them the real value of what you offer so that they can really see and really clear out a lot of those misunderstandings, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you want to be able to take their, I need more information as an opportunity for yeah. you to then go a little deeper into what you do and how you do it, or to ask them a question that allows you to narrow in your focus and your services you're offering to meet their need. Remember, you don't, you don't have to sell if you're meeting a need. It'll sure. sell for itself because if for some reason, like if you're out there and you've got a business and your business is based on a service, something that you offer, then finding people that your service meets their need, it saves them time, it saves them money, it saves them effort. You mm -hmm. wanna do that. And the more you can do that by giving them information, the more likely they're gonna say yes because it'll be a no brainer. It'll be like, oh yeah, of course I need this. Right. And the thing is, make a record. If you're hearing objections and you're getting the same type of statements or questions back like that, make a note of that and then go ahead and answer those questions in your marketing, like Rashana said, so that when they're looking at your marketing and they're looking and they're hearing you, they're already are clearing out those blocks in their mind because you've already answered the question. Yeah, I mean, I just came back from a networking event. It was kind of like a think tank for entrepreneurs and businesses, and someone was pitching their idea, and they had a great PowerPoint. Uh, the guy, he started off really well, and then it got a little unclear as to who he was marketing to, hmm. and so one of the audience members asked the question, like, I'm not sure if you're, it was targeting healthcare, so I'm not sure if you're targeting the doctors themselves or the patients right and so the understanding that that question like and he was like that's that's good he's like i i think when i put together this presentation i took that information out right so the understanding that if you've got content as you go through where you deliver that content you have to make sure that you leave in the critical elements or you're able to answer those questions because as soon as that happened as the question was asked he was able to answer it because he had the information. Awesome, and that's really what you want. You wanna make sure that you're clearing out all of those questions because confused minds don't buy. If they're confused or they have questions, that can lead to skepticism or they're like, well, maybe not. But if you are open like the gentleman was, hey, this is who I serve, this is who I help. Or if it's already clear, you have a better chance of getting to the yes. But the key is not to let the no derail you and make you feel as if, oh my gosh, you know, I suck and I, you know, this isn't going to work. That's the biggest thing is not to turn it into a self-pity party, but to flip it and look at it as an opportunity to learn more and gain more insight from your, from your client, especially if that person is an ideal client. You should be listening to everything they say to you and taking it back to work on it and make sure that you're being very clear and keeping contact with that person. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you definitely want to. And remember that in the first 30 seconds or so, you've got to get that purpose out there. Otherwise, you may hear a no. And when you hear a no, go ahead and condition yourself now. Practice 
-hmm. the no and then the thank you. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Right. And really sincerely mean it. That way, as you need the no, you can say yes. Um, because sometimes a no is a, like the no gives you information and sometimes the no is great because you dodged a bullet. Yes. Right. It's yes. very thankful. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just agreeing with that. You definitely want to be thankful for some people who say no, they're helping you, believe me. Um, but for those who, what you don't want is a no based on confusion or a no based on um, someone feeling as if they're being pressured. Mm -hmm. or, or they feel as if they offended you, you, you know, you can respond with a thank you for your time, or you can respond with a very, I say passive type of probing question. Okay. I understand. But do you mind if I ask you what you would do? How will you solve this problem? You know, in six months, if you don't do something now, you know, something like, do you mind if I ask you type of questions, mm -hmm. questions that are very, they don't make the person feel guarded, but they, they let them know that, hey, okay, I, I get you heard me, but, and you're also validating my feelings, but you just want to get more information that are, that's helpful to you. Not, you're not making me feel like a bad person for saying no. You're not making me feel, you know, like, like I'm being a jerk, but you're, you're just being very genuine with me. Mm -hmm. And those types yeah. of questions are very helpful because they're helping you, but they're also leaving the conversation on a, on a positive note, because it's not easy for someone to tell someone no. It's not easy for you to hear it. And sometimes it's not easy for the other person to say it. So the best way you can control and manage the situation is to be as open and as flexible and not, uh, and not get defensive or take it personal, but ask questions like that, that keep the person on a, you know, keep them relaxed and keep them at, a, at an even keel so that they feel that you really do care and that you are really genuinely involved in solving that problem, whatever problem is they have. Mm -hmm. Yes. The gen genuinely yes. is the key to that, right? You don't want them to feel like as they're talking about what their problem is, you're not in the room with them or you're not on the phone with them, right? Like mm -hmm. you're trying to solve it right away versus listen, just, just listen, just listen and take it in showing empathy around where they are and, and then offering a solution. Mm -hmm. and, and, I, and I specifically said offer because you do want to give them room to take it or leave it without any pressure because pressured people don't, don't buy either. No. And what they do is if they do buy, they quickly cancel. Mm -hmm. um, they don't stay with you long and they don't give you good reviews. So it's best to get your sales in a way that makes the other person feel good about uh, buying from you. And what you're talking about too a lot is active listening. Active listening is so important and I, I don't see it discussed enough. Mm -hmm. um, I know Rashawn is outside, so don't... <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> but it's about listening not only with your ears, you're listening with your whole body. You're shutting out everything and you're focusing only on your customer and as a customer when you have someone who is offering their services to you or their products and they're being an active listener oh my gosh that is the best experience you want to continue to buy from that person over and over because like you said they're showing empathy they're validating your feelings they're keeping the discussion open but they're not making you feel bad but they're instead empowering you and they in a lot of times turn around and get a sale out of what turn a no into a yes 
because you took the time to really investigate and probe in a way that's not defensive or offensive to the person where they're thinking, okay, well, forget you. They're like, okay, you know what? I appreciate that. You know, actually, let me see what you have. Like, maybe I can buy this package here and then upgrade it next month. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's all about how you handle the situation internally and externally to the customer. Yes. I'm like, yes. I'm, I'm thinking about <laughs> this one time where uh, I actually did a coaching session with a woman and she couldn't afford my services. Mm-hmm. She was just like, I can't afford that. But we did like a, I do like a mini 30 minute where you can have a chance mm-hmm. to experience coaching, especially if people have never done it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this was amazing. This is exactly what I needed. She's like, but I can't afford your services. I'm going to refer you to someone else. Mm-hmm. And recently she just um, messaged me on LinkedIn and was like, Hey, I've been saving my money. I'm, I'm ready. So exactly. again, like we talked about, sometimes that no is a not yet. Mm-hmm. And you don't ever want to make people feel bad for for what they're saying is a no based on what they have going on because you don't know when they're going to come back or you don't know who they know right and that's the key and sometimes it's not even the person is their network so you have to be very very careful how you handle those situations and so we definitely hope that we helped you see that a no is a good thing and mm-hmm. how to handle it but also how you can take that information and take it back to your business and grow and really do even more and make even more sales because now you know how to handle it in your mindset, but also in how you speak to the person and how you respond and eventually get the sale. Okay. If not from them, from someone in their network. All right. Well, again, I am Sharique and I just thank you all for joining us today. Um, we want to ask you to keep in mind, this is a pre-recorded episode and you can follow, find me on Instagram at Digital Marketing Works, Facebook, I'm at Digital Innovation Media Group under my business's name and LinkedIn, I'm under Sharique L. Richardson MBA. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we really love it when uh, we get new subscribers. We understand you may get a million notifications and you can always just turn those off and just look for us every week. And something new that we're doing is listener support. Rashana and I are, we love helping people. We love doing this podcast, but we also love talking with women and empowering you in person and through other means such as courses and through other programs that we can offer you. And yes, we're, you know, it does take resources to do that. So if you definitely are interested in, in meeting us and talking with us and definitely being coached by us beyond this podcast, we ask you to support uh, this podcast and the listener support. And you can see that right there on your device on how you can do that. We definitely appreciate it. And we hope to hear from you soon. And Rashana, let us know where we can find you. Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter as Rashana Price and on Instagram as Giver of Awesomeness. And we do want to hear from you. We want to know how we can support you. Um, and by helping to support the podcast, it allows us to do more things. We really, our heart is to have a conference and to be able to come to cities near you and to be able to sew into what you are working on as a business owner, as a, as a woman and who has maybe a family or is looking to grow in what you're doing. So we appreciate you all for your listening and we will talk to you again soon. Awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. See you next time. 